I'm just kidding and he's just kidding, just kidding is what we do. We're just kidding and they're just kidding, you kid a little bit too. When we feel like singing, we invite some friends. We'll have some fun and laugh a lot and hope it never, hope it never. I'm just kidding and he's just kidding, just kidding is what we do. We're just kidding and they're just kidding, you kid a little bit too. Extra cheese, extra cheese. From tomatoes, from tomatoes. Sauces squeeze, sauces squeeze. Garlic and mushrooms, garlic and mushrooms. Oregano, oregano. I am a pizza, ready to go. I am a pizza. Pepperoni, pepperoni, no anchovies, no anchovies, or bony bologna, onions and sausage, order by phone, I am a pizza, take me home. I am a pizza. I am a pizza. With fresh baked crust. Fresh baked crust. I am a pizza. Ready to bust. Well, I am a pizza. I am a pizza. Peppers on top. Peppers on top. Out of the oven. Into the box, into the car, and upside down. I am a pizza dropped on the ground. Well, I was a pizza. I was a pizza. I was the best. I was the best. I was a pizza. Hi, I'm Dan Crow. And I'm John Wood. And welcome to Just Kidding. Just Kidding. And we're not kidding. No, we're never, never kidding. <laughs> hey, what a great view, huh, Dan? Oh, it's beautiful up here. And we are in Topanga Canyon at Peter Alsop and Ellen's beautiful home up here. This is a gorgeous place. And our guest today is Peter Alsop. Peter nice to Alsop. See you, Hi, Peter. I'm delighted to be with you, too. And one this of our great. best friends, too. We should, uh, we should also make note that there'll be some interesting sounds because we're out on the back porch. <laughs> so far, somebody's cutting down a tree, uh, <laughs> helicopters, dogs, kids. It's a, it's a great day. You'll hear spiders spinning webs and everything yeah. up here. Let me know if I have any in my hair. <laughs> okay, well. That'd be great. Well, I love that pizza song. It's, uh, when did you write that? How long ago was that? Uh, let's see. I believe it was on my first solo kids album called What Do You Want to Do? And it came out in 1983. 
before many of your parents of the children who are listening to these things were born. That's exactly right. And a lot of artists have recorded Oh, that yeah, that's a, that's a classic in the children's music genre. We like to use genre. Every we now. use that a lot. <laughs> it's, it's squeeze it in, in wherever fact, you can. I'm changing my name to genre wood. <laughs> I think that's a good, I think we're going to do that from that's now on. That's a good on. idea. Genre woodra? Genre woodra. Yeah, it's, it is a classic, though. You, how, my goodness, lots of people have recorded I know Charlotte Diamond did a recording of yeah. that. Yeah. And who other? You got a like, Oh, goodness. Bunches. I think Raffi did it at one point, and uh, who else? It's actually in a Tom Hanks and Shelley Duvall movie called The, the Money Pit. I remember that the pizza delivery guy was great. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. So it's had a life. But that's one side of you that you have, you have a wonderful sense of humor. You're probably the most prolific songwriter in the children's music genre and uh you, but you Good. do <laughs> the, duck come, the duck comes down you win a hundred dollars <laughs> the magic word <laughs> but that's great because that you, you that's one side is the humorous side that's you i mean you're always humorous but you also have a serious side in your writing but that's a good example of your sense of humor that's so many wonderful songs that you've done you want to talk about that a little bit that's well the the humor part for me is i mean as you know if i think of the other two most humorous people bill harley falls near but you and john are two of the it's not just humor there's something called humor then there's just silliness (laughs) and you guys love being silly and i just it's like why are we here if we're not going to be silly the human experience is so silly anyway when you look at the posturing that people do and stuff and you just go and, and ourselves, you look at. I amuse myself constantly. I'll look in the mirror and I'm like shaving my beard and go, "What are you doing? Like, <laughs> like, who cares about that hair? You know, it's just life is just silly. And and um, there's there's tears and there's a lot of things that are serious and upsetting and scary, but the silliness is a huge part of our our human ability to be able to look at life and go, "This this is ridiculous." Yeah, I just look in the mirror. And- that's the same mirror I'm looking in. Yeah. The thing that's about, again, me, there's somebody's grandfather's in my mirror, and I don't know how he got there. Yeah. It's I a know. two-way mirror. I've been looking at you guys from the other side. Huh? <laughs> Scaring <Yeah>. me. <laughs> I, I was at a spinning class, you know, where you ride the bike, not making rugs. And I looked in the mirror, and I'm going, who is that guy? Who is that old guy riding the bike? Why is he looking at me? <laughs> it was just, it was, it was, because I think I look totally different on the inside. I still think I'm like. You do look totally different on the inside. Yeah, as a matter of fact, <laughs> it's it's just it's not as nice as the outside. It's yeah, a no, messy it's a, actually. It's a, Alex, yeah, I've been in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's great that you've done you know using your humor also to deal with more serious issues too, right? That's a way to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, so. yeah I know where you're headed. So. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a song that I'm really proud of called My Body's Nobody's Body But Mine, which has actually saved some kids' lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm, you know, there's there's so many different issues. The, the main three areas that I think I write in, I'm a psychologist, and, I, you know, I try to hide that fact because people go, psychologist! <laughs> but the three areas that I write in is child abuse and abduction prevention stuff, because that's always been a great concern for me. I, I'm, I found myself being a champion of little people. They're sort of... Um, my dad was very controlling, so I would always, you know, try to play that game. Say, Peter, I told you not to walk on the lawn. And I'm going, I'm not on the lawn, Dad. I'm right on the edge of the lawn. <laughs> so if there's somebody who was controlling and taking, making people with less power than them do stuff, women, kids, people of color in a, in a society full of white privilege and, and male privilege and stuff, I feel like, well, you know, I kind of can, how do we get around these rules and these things and, and hold them up to light so that people can say, well, that is pretty silly. That's ridiculous. Why are we doing that anyway? Mm, yeah. And so I, so I use the humor for that stuff. So 
uh, child abuse and abduction prevention skills, loss and grief issues that a lot of times grown-ups and teachers and people don't know how to deal with this because we don't get training in that a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I mean, as school teachers that say, one of my kids' moms died, mom died, and I'm, so let's just do more math or let's get out and do the coloring or let's do... Because you don't know how to deal with it yourself. How are you going to be able to show up for other people and kids that maybe need to talk about that? And how, is it scary? And where do you go? And, and I don't know is an okay answer, but at least being open for that. And the third area is chemical and codependency, which, you know, one out of four homes is active alcoholism. And besides the chemicals people use, there's all sorts of behaviors we do when we don't want to feel painful things or we don't know how to deal with it. So we exercise or we, you know, you can be compulsive about music. So there's kids musicians that are compulsive about kids music, you know. So uh, I try to bring those things up in a light enough way that people can, can go, oh yeah, maybe, I'm, maybe I do need to take a look at how I'm doing something obsessively and compulsively. It's, it might be eating, it might be, you know, whatever. So I'm sleeping, it might be talking incessantly and not letting the other two hosts of the show say anything. <laughs> no, we have nothing I'm sorry, say. what was the last thing you said? <laughs> well, that's another good defense, which is not listening at all. <laughs> yeah, That is true. We'll workshop, workshop I'm on I'm just that. listening to the guy cutting down the tree. <laughs> Whatever he was <laughs> saying, too. I have no and idea the wind chimes about. are delightful. It's they a nice wonderful. contrast with the wind chimes yeah. and the saw. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's great. But we are in the quiet of Topanga. It was a salient point, though, by the way. It was salient. Yeah. Well, uh, I say those kind of things when we talk in this genre. <laughs> Why does he get to say genre and you get to say I haven't said it yet. It sounds a lot. But I wait, just said it. We'll let, oh, we'll let it. Well, yes. <laughs> genre would. Well, should we, play, uh, should we play the song? Yeah, let's hear that. And then we can My talk body. a little bit more about it afterwards as well. Great. My nose was made to sniff and to sneeze, to smell what I want and to pick when I please. My body's nobody's body but mine You run your own body, let me run mine My lungs were made to hold air when I breathe I am in charge of just how much I need My body's nobody's body
is hard to say no and be strong when the no feelings come then i know something's wrong cause my body's mine from my head to my toe please leave it alone when you hear me say no Secrets are fun when they're filled with surprise But not when they hurt us with tricks, threats and lies My body's mine to be used as I choose Not to be threatened or forced or abused My body's nobody's body but Peter, you've also been real vital, important part of helping to organize a lot of the children's artists around the country and around the world, really. With you, you were more you responsible for the gathering of children's artists uh, on the Facebook. Um, you, you're one of the people putting that together, but it was your driven driving that whole notion through that made it happen. So, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Well, uh, I think that all three of us were in something called Camel a long time ago, were we not? Shall we say what it stood for, guys? Children's, Children's artists making a living. living. What a fallacy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's almost as much of a fallacy as organizing children's artists that Dan was talking about earlier. Right. That's like true. herding cats. Like, yeah. so, Good so point. I'm a, I did the gathering of children's artists just because I think there's a lot of things that we can share and talk about. Because like other folk musicians... Um, that travel out and you're traveling by yourself usually because you can't afford to have a side person with you. Um, kids artists a lot of times operate in isolation and I thought it was nice to belong to community. That's a larger version of the word family and a smaller version of the word government. Mm -hmm. You know, and all of those things. Families can be difficult, communities can be difficult. You know, if it's easier to just go do something yourself sometimes than have to talk to everybody about what they would like to do and then decide on what you're going to do collectively. But a lot of times it works out better and it's a skill that a lot of men don't have women seem to have that more than men because of their you know the innate caretakingness that has to happen with a mom is yeah. a nurturing a family not only with with her body as well as with her work and guys a lot of times are more let's go take care of organizing something mm -hmm. um so I've totally lost my train well, of thought. Well, that, you know, that, the it, it, was, it was innovative of you, to, I thought, at the time, to use the, the social media at work there and do that with that, with using Facebook in, in this case. And, and it's great. You know, there have been times where, uh, there, of course, it, people use it to promote whatever project they're working on, and that's fine. But I like it when there's a, a string of comments that run along a, a theme, like uh, I can recall one where they were talking about the history of, of children's music which is music that is a certain 
genre. genre. So we, that was very kind of you to let genre say that. <laughs> we, had to, we had to add to it. But anyway, they, um, and so, uh, you know, that was that whole thread. And, you know, especially coming from you being one of the very, very first, or early artists to do any recording in this. He was the area. Neanderthal he of was. children's artists. <laughs> I wasn't the Cro-Magnon one? No, no, you were, no. You were before that. Yeah. Oh. Cro-Magnon was good. Yeah. Dan Cro-Magnon. Dan Cro-Magnon. <laughs> but we, I know we were all inspired by, you know, Marsha Berman, Patty Zaitlin, and my gosh, Pete Seeger, obviously, Woody sure. Guthrie, you know, which is, there's a lot of history around this area with Woody, too, but that's another There's a bust show. of Woody on the floor right there. Oh, there he is. Yeah. That's right, exactly. Yeah, yeah the, my wife grew up with his family and stuff, so. Yeah, with Will Gear and Woody and all this. So, I mean, that's, and people say, well, is it really kids' music? And I'm just thinking, it's you know it, I've had there's folk musicians and folk disc jockeys and people that uh, are, do shows that don't want to play kids music when in fact I think it is part of the folk experience is how do you make music simply and have people participate with you which of course if you're not engaging the kids you can't keep their attention there are grown-ups shows where there's people sitting in the audience and they look like they're very interested and their minds are millions of miles away mm-hmm. you know yeah. uh, and so you, you're not sure whether they're engaged or not sometimes um, with with kids artists and family artists engaging them is part of our craft, I think. And yeah. kids just get up and walk away if it's not. There you go. Hello. There's your immediate response. I guess this isn't working, you know. Yeah. Sorry. No, I mean, I can, you can sit with a, a group of kindergartners and you're playing a song that you know is just an incredibly terrific song. So one kid's playing with his shoe, and so yeah. you can you got a choice. You can like, you know, hey, sit down and listen to me. This is really important. Which doesn't work for anybody even no. if you're a kids artist or not or you can take your shoe off and pretend it's a telephone and talk to the kid who's got this shoe you there know, you right? go good, and good finish the song later because it's about what's important when you're doing that's a really good stuff. issue to talk about uh-huh it is a well, wait it, a minute hold for laughs okay good <laughs> it, was a, it was a time joke John. they'll laugh when they have time <laughs> right yeah we'll, we'll be back in a minute anyway so we're gonna hear um uh, another song from you now which is uh which would you like to hear? What would you want to play? Well, you, you know, um, John was mentioning the Itsy Bitsy Spider song because uh, getting kids to sing along and participate is something that's a, something everybody knows. But then I started thinking about the Itsy Bitsy Spider song and realizing that, you know, and I asked the audience, what, let's see, the spider goes up the spout and then the rain comes down and then the spider goes up the spout again and the rain comes down over and over. I mean, I learned a song, what, 55, 60 years ago. There's spiders still doing this thing. And the definition of insanity is, is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. What are we teaching our children That's here? That's the way we feel about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> children, just... Children's art is trying to make a living. Right. And, exactly. and, and so the, the, the point was, I thought, well, maybe we should write a new song. And of course, I have daughters. And I remember going through some of the books. You know, you get these books with a little woodchuck and their parent. And it was always a boy doing everything in all the books. I mean, my daughters are in their 30s now. So. But I would actually go through and mark in the books. I was taught you're not supposed to write in the book. But I would cross off to him and put her because it was a woodchuck. And you didn't know right. if it was a little boy or a little girl. And so I have a song about Itsy Bitsy Spider who goes out and, and overcomes some of her fear. Because I'm figuring when somebody's doing something like that, maybe they, they're afraid to try something new. And I always ask my audience, raise your hand if you're afraid to try something new. And the parents raise your hand. I say, put them down. Raise your hand if you ever tried something new. And you found out that after you tried it, it wasn't so scary. And they always put their hands up, because that's how we learn stuff. And so I wrote this song. Itsy Bitsy Spider was frightened by the rain. But Itsy Spider didn't have an Itsy Bitsy brain. She went to school and learned to swim, and then she went to shop. 
And this is what the itsy bitsy spider went and bought. She bought an itsy bitsy tiny whiny purple polka dot the kiny silken rayon nice and shiny holes for all her legs and hiney. Then she went up the spout and waited for the rain. She felt a little nervous then finally it came. Down came the rain washed her out the chute, but she swam the raging rapids in her purple bathing suit. She scrambled up the water spout, it gave her such a thrill. She laughed and tumbled down again, just like Jack and Jill. She caught the raindrops in her mouth, she really loved the rain. She played all day there, climbing up and sliding down again. So the itsy bitsy spider went up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider out, out. Came the sun, but she wanted rain to pour, cause the itsy bitsy spider wasn't frightened anymore. No, the itsy bitsy spider wasn't frightened anymore. One of the things I love about your work, Dan, you know, and I haven't heard you play in a while, John, actually, and I don't know if you're on your own doing that or not. I'll ask you, are you? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> it was the making living part? <laughs> the, the, um, it's okay, you guys can talk. Dan? <laughs> <laughs> Dan does Dan does a lot of classic old songs. I have so many songs I write that I rarely do, like A B C D E F G or Itsy right. Bitsy Spider. Right. But Dan does wonderful traditional songs to pass on that legacy, which is so important. And I played on your last album. Was that your last one? Yeah, and it was uh, one that actually John and I started putting together. We did it our, together and with Denny. Uh, it was a uh, it was and it was um, <laughs> boy we had to role play for that because we did this old man. I mean we didn't we had couldn't take it from that perspective we were being young fellas like we are well i am a little older than you <laughs> one day <laughs> that's true we were... I'm, I'm the kid in the bunch <laughs> you are the kid in the bunch and i know that's rare these days isn't I know. it <laughs> this is really rare <laughs> so, what do you guys want to do next <laughs> <laughs> he's out with let's, the big guys dan what, what should we make him do jump in the hot tub. hey i got some, <laughs> let's go to Griffith get, park <laughs> yeah we can go to the zoo oh definitely the zoo the playground the playground yeah <laughs> love the playground so uh, you and Peter sang uh, this old man on... Uh, uh, yeah, on singling. So I'd like to let's hear that. Let's do it. This old man, he played one. He played knick-knack on my thumb with a knick-knack paddywhack. Give the dog a bone. This old man came rolling home. This old man, he played too. He played knick-knack on my shoe with a knick-knack paddywhack. Give the dog a bone. This old man came rolling home. This old man, he played three. He played knick-knack on my knee with a knick-knack paddywhack. Give the dog a bone. This old man came rolling home. This old man, he played four. He played knick-knack on my door with a knick-knack paddywhack. Give the dog a bone. This old man came rolling home. This old man, he played five. He played knick-knack on my hide with a knick-knack paddywhack. Give the dog a bone. This old man came rolling home. This old man, he played six. 
He played knick-knack on my sticks with a knick-knack paddywhack. Give the dog a bone, this old man came rolling home. This old man, he played seven. He played knick-knack up in heaven with a knick-knack paddywhack. Give the dog a bone, this old man came rolling home. This old man, he played eight. He played knick-knack on my gate with a knick-knack paddywhack. Give the dog a bone, this old man came rolling home. This old man, he played nine. He played knick-knack on my spine with a knick-knack paddywhack. Give the dog a bone, this old man came rolling home. This old man, he played ten. He played knick-knack all over again with a knick-knack paddywhack. Give the dog a bone. This old man came rolling home. That was fun, Dan. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you, Peter. Peter, also want to mention that you do uh, put on a series of concerts at the uh, Theatricum Botanicum. You talk about that a little bit too, because you had that ongoing for many, many years. And, I know. Now this podcast goes all over any the world. Anybody can log in on this. Yeah, so. exactly. We're in Topanga Canyon, and my wife runs the theater here, mm -hmm. and uh, we have a regular full equity house. And Sunday mornings, nothing was happening. So I said, "Look, I know so many kids artists, and what happens is you don't get better." doing anything unless you do it and we need more venues places for kids artists to perform for kids and families and so I said how about if we started something at the theater and she said we just can't lose money mm -hmm. so I said well these guys are my friends and mostly maybe we can just like charge something and split the door with them something like that and split the take and so there's no minimum guarantee yeah. but so I can't get some of my friends from far to come across the country to come and play here no. but there's a but there's been a ton we've been doing it for this is our 20th year that we finished wow it. but you can put in a plug for AFM uh, 1000 because I know there's artists out there that are without a, a union I think we need to put that out that word out there to speak. well this is called kidding around and it's for people that do more kids music I think than anything else but and um, I've been trying to help those folks belong to something called local 1000 which is one of the American Federation of Musicians uh, um, union. So you, it, you it's talk, not. It's not a local. About it five years ago, and I'm in it now for that long. That's been great. And it's it has great. to do with taking care of ourselves. As a psychologist, I'm clear that there's, there's parents that don't know how to take care of themselves in a certain way. They're not going to be able to pass it on to their kids. Same thing with teachers. Mm -hmm. And so we're going out and trying to do all these wonderful things to help kids and families pick up some skills in their lives and have fun with the songs and the music together. And we don't have a pension and we don't have, you know, health insurance because we're out there by ourselves. So this is one of the things about community that I feel like I want to plug into and help if I can. Very good. And so I've been encouraging children's artists, children's musicians, whether you're a juggler, even if you just play a song or two in your show, you can qualify to become a part of Local 1000, mm -hmm. which is, uh, I guess it's local1000.org. You can find it on the website. and. Yep. Join up and, and start putting money into a pension fund for yourself. That's the other thing about kids artists. We don't think we're ever going to grow old and <laughs> we're, you know, we might want to get a pension. Yeah. And you don't have to act like you're growing old. You just are going to. Yeah, well, thanks for telling me about it. I really appreciate it. And I'm surprised our peasants showed up at the front door <laughs> with this crowd. I'm not kidding. Where's our chick? Now, uh, obviously, we can uh, find Peter's music on Kids Music 
Kids.com, kids with a Z. Mm -hmm. And Peter, your uh, website and where can people learn more about you online? PeterAllsop.com. Well, how um, did you get that name? It's amazing. A L S O P is the second half of it. P E T E R is the first half of it. And Peter also does seminars all over uh, all over the country. I'm heading up to Alaska tomorrow to play at a kids grief camp because I mm. train the staff there for kids that have had suicides or or you know there's sometimes parents and mm. friends are murdered or die from something and. And as I said, there's a, how do you help a kid deal with that if you don't have training yourself? So I'm going to help train some of the staff. I'm also the National Association of Social Workers, the Alaska chapter. I'm doing a keynote address for their big thing. And, I, you know, I get calls for the, I'm going to be in Nashville a couple weeks later um, doing something for a place called Centerstone, which works with emotionally disturbed kids mm -hmm. and has schools all over Kentucky and Tennessee and Virginia and stuff like that. So, I understand you can see Russia from Alaska. Mm -hmm. So that's, that. I, I digress. Yeah, well, that was another interview we had in the part. In I think that, that was right, yeah. Okay. You're, you're, you're moving into another genre now. <laughs> oh, he gets the last genre, and that's the way it should, like be, it should be. <laughs> well, this has been a great interview. Yeah, thank you, Peter, very much. For My pleasure. I'm glad to Thanks see you guys. Thanks for letting us be at your home up here. Too beautiful. Amongst the leaf blowers and squirrel. Yeah, they kind of finally got quiet. There's a squirrel. All right. We'll see you next time. I'm just kidding and he's just kidding. Just kidding is what we do. We're just kidding and they're just kidding. You kid a little bit too. When we feel like singing. Invite some friends, we'll have some fun and laugh a lot and hope it never, hope it never. I'm just kidding and he's just kidding, just kidding is what we do. We're just kidding and they're just kidding, you kid a little bit too.